Hello, and welcome to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast. Every week, Talking Heads will bring you in-depth insights and analysis on the topics that really matter to investors. In this episode, we'll be discussing U.S. mortgage-backed securities. I'm Daniel Morris, Chief Market Strategist, and I'm delighted to be joined by John Kerry, head of our MBS team. Welcome, John. Happy New Year, and thanks for joining me. Happy New Year, Daniel. Great to be here. Of course, we all, I guess, bear to some degree the scars from a painful uh, 2022, at least as as far as fixed income uh, is concerned. However, uh, I think a lot of us came into 2023 uh, certainly expecting better returns, if not uh, good returns uh, in absolute figures, uh, as we anticipate at some point lower interest rates uh, if and when the Fed starts to cut rates. Uh, maybe what's surprised us so far is is that good period of falling rates has potentially happened already, as we've seen uh, a sharp decline in Treasury yields already in January. Now, that decline seems to be at least partly driven by an expectation that inflation is going to decelerate much more quickly than the market expected, uh, arguably much more quickly than the Fed seems to expect. Uh, But that's what leads investors to anticipate the Fed being able to cut policy rates perhaps this summer. Alternatively, the decline in yields could also be a signal that growth is slowing uh, more quickly than expected, as we've also had some economic data, uh, retail sales, for example, that wasn't quite as good as hoped. So all of this with the uncertainty about the outlook on the inflation front, on the growth front, uh, certainly going to see some volatility. So that's environment you have to invest in, John. Uh, let's start, though, with a brief recap of what happened uh, in 2022 or specifically for mortgage-backed securities. Well, that's right, Daniel. So 2022 was a very, very challenging environment for all financial assets. And if we look back at some of the returns in the various asset classes, uh, our mortgage asset class produced a return of about minus 12 for 2022. Investment-grade credit in the U.S. was down 16%. And in the equity markets, we had large-cap stocks in the U.S. down about 10%. We had the S&P 500 down about 20%. And we had the NASDAQ, the QQQ, down about 33%. Um, And going back to 2022, uh, we came into the year with Fed policy rates at zero. But the Fed was beginning to unwind their quantitative easing program. They first started by slowing down their asset purchases, then they came to a stop, then they actually started to reduce the size of the balance sheet, uh, letting both mortgage-backed securities and treasuries run off. And then we started with rate hikes uh, starting in March. And in 2022, we had a total of seven rate hikes, which took Uh, the policy rate, the targeted upper bound for the policy rate from 25 basis points to 4.5%. So a very, very challenging environment. And I would also mention that uh, volatility was very, very high throughout this period. Uh, We look at the move index, which is an index of short dated options on interest rate futures. The move index hit a high of 160 basis points. We came into the year with the move index at around 80 basis points, so a near doubling of the volatility that we were seeing in the marketplace. And the other challenge, of course, is this major inversion of the yield curve uh, with the two-year versus 10-year inverting uh, all the way at one point to about minus 85 basis points. Today, 
uh, now at uh, at about minus 70 basis points. Uh, so both of those things, I think, were very, very challenging for the mortgage asset class. As I mentioned, a down 12% absolute return on the year and also down minus about two and a quarter percent on an excess return point of view. So it was a very, very challenging uh, 2022 for all financial assets and and for the mortgage asset class too. So we've talked about how expectations for 2023 certainly were better. We've had a, a decline in yields and, and really we've kind of seen a bit of a reversal with both fixed income and equities starting the year uh, quite strongly. We all hope it continues, but we shall see. Could you share with us kind of what your main scenario is in terms of the likelihood of a pivot? When does the Fed cut? Uh, what kind of recession or slowdown do we get in the U.S.? And then importantly, how uh, is MBS going to perform under those different scenarios? Right. So, I mean, I think, uh, you know, to think about as we as we came into 2022, policy rates were zero. Yields and fixed income were very, very low. You heard a lot of people refer to the term TINA. There is no alternative. And as we turn the page and move into 2023, we've gravitated toward Terra. Terra meaning that there are reasonable alternatives, particularly in fixed income. We have the cash rate, Fed funds rate now at four and a half percent. And there is yield now in fixed income. And uh, we look at the mortgage asset class right now yielding at about four and a half percent. Uh, the run rate yield on our fund right now is at about 7%. Um, so we're very optimistic about turning the page and the opportunity to make some strong returns in 2023. I really think uh, this started in the fourth quarter as markets started to anticipate that we had achieved kind of a peak inflation and that inflation was coming off the boil. Um, the Fed had tightened quite a lot. Uh, working on slowing down aggregate demand and seem to be making some good progress in that regard. And so I think at this point, we would say that we are close, maybe not all the way, but we're getting nearer to the end of the Fed hiking cycle. The market anticipated that late in the fourth quarter of 2022. And we saw some of these asset classes, our mortgage asset class in particular, respond very, very favorably to this idea that the Fed was nearer to the end of uh, the hiking cycle than, than, of course, to the beginning. And since the fourth quarter, the last three months, we have an absolute return for the mortgage index of about 7%. We have an excess return versus duration match treasuries of about 1.5%. And we're looking forward to carrying that momentum into 2023. We've seen some strong performance already in 2023 from, from the mortgage asset class, both on an absolute return basis and also on an excess return basis. So you mentioned uh, an, an acronym, uh, TARA, meaning there are reasonable alternatives. Uh, so if you're speaking to a, a multi-asset investor, uh, why should they be looking at MBS as an option in 2023? I think the starting point is is to go back to 2022 and to say that uh, the asset class underperformed very, very meaningfully, absolute and excess return. And the flip side of that coin is that the asset class has gotten very, very cheap. Uh, nominal spreads compared to U.S. Treasuries are very, very wide. Our current coupons got out to about 150 basis points on a spread to U.S. Treasuries. The overall index has a spread of about 80 basis points to U.S. Treasuries. And as you will remember well, uh, this is a government-guaranteed asset class. So if you're comfortable with the U.S. Treasury as a, as a credit, 
you should be comfortable with these mortgage-backed securities. There really is no credit component to them, um, just a very nice incremental spread. So I would say that's the one thing is that the asset class is very cheap. We have some very, very nice yields right now. And we're also at some points where we have some historic metrics for the asset class. The average dollar price of the index is at a historic low at about $90 today. I mentioned that our nominal spreads are very wide at 150 basis points. And as you know, too, uh, prepayments and the opportunity for borrowers to uh, pay off their old mortgage and replace it with a new low coupon mortgage really no longer exist. We had uh, rates got down, 30-year mortgage rates got down to about 3% in the 2021 period as the Fed had pinned the funds rate basically at zero. Um, with the rate hikes and the sell-off in rates that we've seen, primary mortgage rates today are more like 6%. So there's virtually no opportunity for these borrowers to refinance their mortgages. Um, and so we have a very, very stable cash flow right now with a very nice nominal spread and um, and that government guarantee. So we, we think there's a lot to be said for this mortgage asset class. I think also what we've seen is the markets price in at least an economic growth slowdown across the globe um, and perhaps a recession. And we do see when we look at the Fed funds uh, pricing going out into the future, that markets are expecting that the Fed will in fact be cutting rates before the end of the year in response to a slowing economy here. Um, and if you have any concerns about a recession, um, we do think that credit markets and equity markets will be under some pressure if we move into a recessionary environment. And that speaks to the case again for mortgages with the government guarantee, the very high credit quality, the nice current income, and an asset that is still a pretty low duration uh, security. So, so again, I think there's a lot to be said um, and you can take advantage of the underperformance and the cheapening of the asset class that happened last year. Um, and it may also line up with your view uh, about how the uh, economic outlook will unfold in 2023. Uh, one other thing I would mention too is that um, if we are nearing the end of the Fed rating, rate hiking cycle, uh, we would expect two things. Number one is that volatility, as I mentioned, the move index, we would expect that the move index would start to move lower. That would be a positive for the mortgage sector. Um, and we may actually also start to see a little bit of a re-steepening in the yield curve. Um, and again, that would be another positive development for the mortgage asset class. If I can bring out some of the key points that you made, uh, talked about how 2022 was uh, one of the worst years ever, frankly, uh, for fixed income. But even in that very challenging environment, MBS still did relatively well uh, if we look at other asset classes. Uh, you highlighted how we've moved from an environment uh, of TINA, where there is no alternative, to TARA, which means there are reasonable alternatives. And you made the case why MBS uh, is a more than reasonable alternative for investors to be thinking about because of the 2022 underperformance valuations today are very attractive. Uh, certainly crucial that it's a government-guaranteed asset class. So even if we do have a recession, you don't need to worry about credit risk. Uh, and then finally, to the degree we do get a slowdown, uh, that's generally a good environment for core fixed income. Well, John, thanks very much for joining me. Thank you, Daniel. That's it for this week's episode of Talking Heads. If you would like more information, 
please reach out to your BNP Paribas Asset Management contact or check out Viewpoint, our website for investment insights at viewpoint.bnpparibas-am.com. If you like Talking Heads, leave us a positive review and a nice rating. We recommend subscribing to Talking Heads on your favorite podcast channel. You'll receive your podcast episodes every Monday afternoon. I'd also like to mention that Talking Heads podcast is available on YouTube. Visit youtube.com slash bnppam slash playlist and tap or click on Talking Heads. You've been listening to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast with me, Daniel Morris and John Kerry. Please do join me next week. Until then, take care. This presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BNP Paribas Asset Management. Please keep in mind that the information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.